to share fellowship, to partake of your word. Please, Lord, speak to us and teach us, O God. Let burdens be lifted, O God. Let understanding be made available to your people. Let healing come, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please, let's bring out our Bibles. Thank you, chosen vessel. Hallelujah. We're going to take our Bible affirmation together. Say with me, this is my Bible. It is God's inerrant and unchanging word. It is my most valuable earthly possession. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I hide swords in my heart that I might not sin against God. The Bible is God talking to me personally. I therefore listen to it carefully and obey it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. Know it in my head by diligent study. Store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by obeying his teachings. And sow it in my world by being a witness hereafter. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. In the name of Jesus, for his honor and glory, both now and forevermore. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please, you may be seated and help me greet your brother or sister beside you. You're welcome to church this morning in the name of the Lord. Please, a sleep was given to you. Help us complete the sleep. We're doing a survey, and uh, it's with the intention of a very important program we have at the end of the month. Please help us complete it, and when you're through, when we are dropping the offerings, please drop it with your offering to the offering basket. God bless you. You're welcome. Amen. Glory be to God. This morning we are continuing from where we stopped last week on the blessing. It's a long journey and I want us to please be ready to pray. And I trust God that these words will find expression in our lives in Jesus' name. Turn with me your Bibles to our text, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. Proverbs 10, 22. Glory be to God. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow with it. The blessing is an entity. The blessing is an endowment. The blessing is of God and from God. When it comes into your life, the purpose is to bring you profit. He said, I called Abraham. I called him alone. And I didn't, he didn't seek me in vain. Praise the Lord. So the blessings make rich. The character of that richness or that wealthiness is that it doesn't come with sorrow. And so you and I should be interested in that blessing. When the word blessed was mentioned in the Bible in connection with man, what did God say? How is it to walk, get into that blessing? Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. This morning, the point I want you to notice is that the blessing is an empowerment. 
We said last week that it's an endowment. The blessing is an empowerment. It enables you to function. It enables you to achieve set objectives. The blessing enables you to acquire what is due you. The blessing enables you to function. The blessing enables you to achieve objectives, desired objectives. And the blessing enables you to achieve what is due to you. Praise the Lord. So in order for man to function, in order for man to be able to achieve the set objectives before him that God has outlined, in order for him to get the blessings or to get the product of what God had in mind for him, God showed him the way into the blessing. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 1, 27 to 28. He says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, then God blessed man. The blessing that was transferred to man from God came by a divine pronouncement. And it has not changed. It says, God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Two. Three, it says, fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. That is the path into the blessing. The first is to be fruitful. The second is to multiply that your fruitfulness. The third is to create an abundance with reserves for that fruitfulness. And the fourth is to subdue the earth by ensuring that your fruitfulness is everywhere. Whether you cannot multiply without being fruitful, you cannot replenish without being fruitful, you cannot subdue without being fruitful. Therefore, one of the key things we must look at is a subject of fruitfulness or being fruitful in order for us to fulfill all the other dimensions. Praise the Lord. Last week I did tell us, when we talk about fruitfulness, fruitfulness is akin to productivity. Productivity is simply to produce something of exchangeable value, something in an abundant manner, something in an effective manner. If I produce a big barrel with 10 naira, it rides very well. And you can produce the same big barrel with 5 naira, and it rides very well too, or even better. And even on a faster time, you are more fruitful, you are more efficient. Praise the Lord. Because fruitfulness is key to entering into the blessing. Fruitfulness is key to seeing the blessing manifest in your life. So we must understand what it is. It means I produce value. My value must be such that somebody else will be interested to give value for my value. And that is the principle of any exchange that is going to take place. I must be able to produce it abundantly. I must be able to produce it efficiently. 
what are the things that this could involve. Now, last week also I did say, in scripture, there are five references to fruitfulness I want to bring to us. I want us to be very aware of it. The first, like I told us, was fruitfulness as it affects our bodies. Psalm 137 verse 5, is verse 3, sorry, 127 verse 3. It says, behold, children are the heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Beloved of God, it is your right, covenant right under God. As a human being created by God to be fruitful in your body. In terms of, in terms of children, God expects us to be. And if anything is withstanding that, you have the legal grounds under the word of God to come against it by the word. And order your life by the word and ensure you enforce that in your life and in your situation. He says, there shall be none barren in your midst. It's a provision that God has given us. It doesn't matter what circumstance you are seeing right now. But beloved of God, even when the scriptures began to talk about fruitfulness, that was one of the first lines that the scripture talks about. The same word that God spoke to the rats and so on. Go and be fruitful. He brought part of it and gave to man. If they can be so numerous in their productivity, in terms of breathing, why can't you and I be? Beloved of God, if there is anything like that disturbing you, know that it is not of God, it's of the devil. And under by the word of God, you can fight it. And of course, it is expected that you'll be victorious in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The second area or reference of fruitfulness I want to draw our attention to is in Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 19, where the Bible speaks of the fruit of our mind, our ideas, our ideas. Verse 19 of Jeremiah chapter 6, it says, Hear, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity on this people. And the origin of it is going to be from the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. If they had heard the word, if they had received the word, it would have made difference in their lives. The reason why calamity is coming, why destruction is coming, is because in their minds, they did not retain the word of God. And as a result of that, the benefit of having the word of God in them, which is to cause them to be fruitful, have been rejected. And so consequently, calamity will come. It therefore means the word is a key component of our getting fruitfulness in the mind. And I want you to note certain things there. If that is the case, it says, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. They have not heeded. They have not heard. They have not retained in their hearts. And they are not saying the things that God is saying. They are saying their own, and as a result, there's a problem. If you are going to be fruitful in your mind, there are certain things you must not take for granted. There is a heart-mouth connection. 
For those of us that have given our lives to Christ, you heard the word. You received the word into your heart. And you added a confession of your mouth that Jesus came to die. He died for you as a sinner. And today, you stand recognizing that he has paid the price for your sins. And you confess his lordship. You heard the word. You received the word. You hearkened to the word. And you made a confession according to the word. And you got born again. There was the result of you becoming a child of God. As a result of following that process. In the same way, if you think you are not sharp or as wise as you should be. Remember, I'm not using the word clever. I want you to know that these things can change by you adjusting certain things in your life. And it will come by you opening up yourself to the word of God. See, if I open my heart to the word of God, what happens? The word comes and fertilizes my mind. What is the process of opening my heart to the word of God? Can we have the Bible affirmation on screen? If I am going to, you see, the word of God is key to changing my mind. The word of God is key to penetrating and aligning my mind to be where God wants it to be. The key to my being fruitful in the mind is tied to God's word. God said because they rejected. I will show you another scripture quickly. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hear this. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I'll come back to that. He says, because thou hast rejected knowledge. That is one. If you are holding your Bible, you can highlight that particular word, rejected. He says, I will reject thee. For thou shalt not be priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten. Forgotten. Underline the word forgotten, the law. So three things are there. Number one, lack of knowledge. Number two, rejection of knowledge. And number three, forgetting the word, the law, the word of God. Knowledge, acquiring knowledge. Retaining knowledge. Refusing to reject knowledge. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. And of course, walking in line with it. Beloved of God, you come here. He says, knowing it in my head by diligence study. When the Bible talks of head there, when we talk about head here, we're talking about our minds. Our minds. I cannot get into the word of God without me making up my mind to do it. And it's going to come by diligence. I can't be reading my Bible or I say it is time to open the word of God. And I do what I used to see some people do. The day they remember, they hold the Bible, hit it here, hit it here, as if it's the key to open it. And they just open and begin to read. That one will not take you to anywhere. You won't get anywhere with God that way. There must be a diligent, systematic way. Book by book. Or you have a devotional or you have a guide, or you just make up your mind that I'm going to study a word, run through different parts of scripture and see what that word is saying. As you are doing that, there is something taking place in your heart. Your mind is being renewed. And as your mind is being renewed, you are sowing, you are fertilizing your mind with what will enable you to be able to look, hook up to, 
hook up to or link up to or be able to download using today's language, be able to download some aspects of God's plan and thoughts for your life. When you encourage the word of God in your life by getting into the word, reading the word, and saying this is what the word of God says. says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth for therein thou shalt meditate day and night. And I say, God, this is your word. I respond to your word. How am I going to respond to your word? You said, read, I am reading. You said, meditate, I choose to meditate. And how do I meditate? We've gone over it. Read it a number of times. Repeat it to yourself. Think about it. Stay there. Stay there. Pray on it and keep declaring it. You are fed. There is something you are doing unconsciously to your entire system. You are creating an opportunity for you to hook up with the satellite link of heaven. For you to download what is the mind of God for you at that time. Suddenly, an idea sparks. Or you meet somebody. He just makes a casual statement. The statement does not mean anything to others that are around you hearing. But for you, it links up with something. Or God links it up with something. Before you know it, you begin to connect it up. Before you know it, light shines. And suddenly, you know what to do. Or it might even be precept upon precept. Step by step, step by step. You begin to move. Suddenly, God takes you to the larger waters. When you open yourself to the word of God. Beloved of God, you are working to fertilize your mind to tap into divine insights, divine ideas for your life. That is how ideas will come, the fruitfulness in your mind. Another way to get your mind to be fruitful is to learn and form the habit of praying in tongues. Thirdly, learn to be a worshiper. Because when you do this, your mouth, vocalization is extremely important. In your Christian walk, vocalization is extremely important. You lift up your voice unto God. You don't need to shout. Lift up your hands and begin to bless him quietly. You are driving. You are humming a song. You are doing this. As you are doing that, there is an intermeddling with the spirit. The key for you to enter into the next dimension or to open or pass through the door that God has set for you in life is your connectivity to the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit of God is the agent of light. The Spirit of God is the agent of revelation. You catch it. When you catch it, there's an idea, there's fruitfulness. And fruitfulness will always result in favor. Praise the Lord. Don't forget the power of the communion like I told us last week. Each time we come, like this month, all services this month, we're going to be taking the communion. We come before the Lord at the communion table. Let your mind open to God. Pray to God. God, fertilize my heart today. Let a thought from you drop into my heart. A thought from God into your heart will change the way you are doing that business. Will change how you face the challenges. And will bring the difference in your life. Praise the Lord. Fruitfulness in the mind is extremely important. And that is why we must pay good attention to it. You can't blaze a new path. Without being fruitful in the mind. In fact, you cannot even attempt great things without fruitfulness in the mind. Because part of fruitfulness in the mind is boldness. Boldness to try new things. Assurance in your heart that God is with you. It comes by an interaction with the word of God, meditation. Interaction with the spirit of God, particularly praying in tongues. The communion table. And fellowship. 
It's extremely important. That is why in business world, they talk about networking, networking, networking. It's extremely important. What does all these things do? They come together and open you up in the inside. That is why Romans chapter 12, verse 2 is extremely important. He said, don't think like people in the world, but be renewed by the transformation of your mind. Fruitfulness in the mind, the insight, the reception of divine ideas will change a lot of things. Go home and read the story of this man, R.G. Letourneau. Letourneau was an inventor. During the World War, it was all these heavy machines that we have today. It was in his place of fellowship, in his place of relationship with God. At times, in dreams, God will come and download unto him the, the, the schematics, the, the uh, technical details of some of the machines that we're using today. And they were very, very useful during the war for the Americans and for the Allies. And it's still very useful today. How? All those things come by fruitfulness in the mind. If you see a man that is going to change, the first change comes from the mind. That is why when the Bible says meditating by the word of God, don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. The power of the communion table, don't joke with it. The power of a personal relationship with God, don't joke with it. The power of the word of God, don't joke with it. And when you receive the word of God, or God is speaking to you, respond to the word. He said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. True. What is my response? My response, indeed. It doesn't matter what I'm faced with. Greater is he that is in me. I am greater than you. I'm not going to fail here. I am going to succeed. With that determination you had, determination based on the word of God, beloved of God, an idea, there's always an inspiration from the spirit of God that will make a difference in your life. Fruitfulness in the body is given. Fruitfulness in the mind has been made available, but there are processes you must go through. And the key is intermeddling with the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is in the word of God. When you open up the word of God, when you open your heart to the word of God, it's like fertilizing your life, fertilizing your mind for a release of the divine ideas of God. Because by the word, the spirit begins to move. By the word, you interact with the spirit. And as you interact with the spirit, like Jesus said, the works that I do, it is my father that is in me that dwells them. Praise the Lord. Dear people of God, nobody should force you to have your quiet time. Nobody should force you to invest in a good Bible. Because you know that it is in your interest to be in fellowship, to be in church, to be in the house fellowship, to sit with brethren and interact on the word of God with them. Nobody should force you to pray. Nobody should force you to fast. Because you know as you do all these things, there will be a release from God. There will be an insight from God that fertilizes your mind. It may not come like a star or like suddenly, no. But as you interact with the world, it begins to build. It begins to build. It begins to build. And before you know it, by his insight, you are able to connect the dot. And some questions in your life that you have been begging for answers will be made available to you. Beloved of God, it is God's desire for us to be fruitful. And God has said, if we're going to be fruitful, the key is, or the key to be blessed is by being fruitful. If you are going to be fruitful, beloved of God, your mind 
is cardinal. Your mind is cardinal. The adjustment to certain things in your life must come by the word of God. Must come by a responsiveness to the spirit of God. Encouraging the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life. How did Jacob break through when he broke through? It was by a divine idea, a divine insight. Because he went to God and he was praying. He was praying and God granted him that revelation. And when he got that revelation, the empowerment began to work in his life. As the empowerment began to work, Jacob became very wealthy. Beloved of God, God still blesses today. God still prospers his people today. But are the people of God willing to go the way of God? Are the people of God willing to follow God's principle for prosperity? That is why we are looking at the subject of the blessing. Beyond miracles, beyond breakthrough. Beloved of God, I leave you with these two things today. Fruitfulness in the body is given. Fruitfulness of the mind has been made available to you. But the key is this. The word of God. Interaction with the spirit of God. The communion table. An acquisition of knowledge. When you get knowledge, knowledge by the word of God, knowledge by skills acquisition, you must then be able to develop what God has given you. He says, they suffer because they lack. They suffer because they reject. They suffer because we forget. Beloved of God, bow your heads this morning. Talk to God. God, I don't want to fall into any of this category. I don't want to lack. And so, from where I am, I want to begin right now. I don't want to reject. I don't want to reject, Lord. I don't want to forget. Holy Spirit, help me to renew my mind by the word. Holy Spirit, help me to walk worthy of you unto all pleasing. Talk to God. My relationship with God, my response to the word of God, my response to the spirit of God, my personal time of prayer, my personal time of worship, to build a solid relationship with God, I will no longer take it for granted. Because it is key to opening up myself to receive downloads from heaven. Talk to God. If you are here, you are not born again. You want Jesus in your life as your Lord and personal Savior. I would love to pray with you. If you are in the auditorium right now, you can lift up your hands where you are and pray this prayer with me. If you are watching from home or wherever you are watching, just pray this prayer with me. Father God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. He died because of my sins. He was raised up for my justification. I believe this, oh God. And I believe that he paid the price of my sins. And so, Lord, I ask that you receive me as your child today. And I confess Jesus as Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved, if you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God now. I want you to please see our pastor Fidelis. Pastor Fidelis, can you raise up your hand? For those of us in the home, see him after. And for those of us watching at home, I believe there's some numbers scrolling through there. Get any of the numbers and call. Somebody will be there to attend to you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Beloved of God, this is the time for you to make up your mind that I'm going to have a better relationship with God. Because one of the secrets is that this is the key. Is the key, is the key, is the key for you and I to download divine ideas. 
and it is also extremely important in order for me to know how to walk it. Praise the Lord. Let's receive.